And we are here, man. The first episode, What's man, up? versus. <laughs> What's going on, man? Uh, not much, man. Just chilling, you know, trying to live my life through Corona. <laughs> uh, yeah, the quarantine is <laughs> going uh, on. Man, quarantine been the best thing for me though. Like the past what two three weeks have been mm-hmm. like the best. I get to I get to work from home. <laughs> I like my my boss don't be tripping about stuff. Like I get to wake up late, go to sleep late, watch TV all day, just chill. And still get paid. And still get paid, <laughs> man. I ain't never got a clock in late. I can blow. I can work as long as I want because you know we need a lot of people to work for us. But I I know it's serious. But yeah, <laughs> this has been like. Bro, like I'm so like less stressed. Like there's no stress in my life right now. It, it's a reset. I, th- I feel like people we needed it. It's like, a reset. And then you know the Trump just signed the bill, so you know we finna get a free stack. Like <laughs> unless you make too much money, but yeah, man, this is like life is good. I launched my website. Like life has been great, bro. Like, I mean, you know, I don't want no one I know to die or get sick. From yeah, me, this is such a Devin man way to start this. <laughs> <laughs> the Corona's been great for me. Fuck everybody else. Oh man! <laughs> no, no man! I hope people come out. You know, um, I hope people come out uh, safe and healthy. And facts, me too. Yeah, like I don't want no one to die. Like I, I really do. Like all jokes aside, I really do hope people um, come out safe. And I hope no one that I know or no one in general like gets it or you know facts. Facts. Yeah, I had to kill them hooping sessions, man. I started feeling bad about fifty niggas hooping and spreading corona, possibly. But you know, man, you woke up, you was coughing, you was like, "Hold up, I yeah, don't know what I, I, can do I ain't barely even played." <laughs> nah, it was bad. We had went me, Nigel, uh, my my homeboy Bo. We had went to play football, uh huh, and it was supposed to be like twenty dudes, Bruh, It was like, bruh, it was like. 60 dudes Yeah We it, had Everybody trying to get active We had like six teams Playing flag football On Damn. the field bro. It was so Like I was looking I was like yo This is Kind of a lot of people Like we tripping like, Yeah <laughs> I was like technically We breaking the law right the now CDC, CDC Y'all yeah. gonna get arrested Hey call the cops man <laughs> your black folk But you know Started off man You right You right here with King Don You know what I'm saying King Don the DJ Um, All in all in recording studios live from all in and i'm with devin man the host the creator of man versus so actually you high key created man versus hey man no no this is you man this is you man okay i supply the content but the title definitely came from you because <laughs> we would be on twitter and you like man versus the world again <laughs> and i would see that at least like i saw that like once a week for like 30 weeks yeah. <laughs> it was like man versus and i was just like dang i want to do a podcast and then you know what's actually crazy before yeah. we connected on the podcast i was going to do it on my own yeah mm-hmm. like i had brought a um i had bought a, a yeti mic yeah um, and i had sent up to my laptop i had downloaded some software and i had everything ready to go and i was just going to record it at my home back in fayette but mm-hmm. you had you had literally hit me up like i think two days later and it was like <laughs> yo you trying to you know work together and i was like i mean what's good and then boom 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 you know you met up we did a couple business meetings and next thing you know i'm here to make everyone mad <laughs> for the first episode we right here man so i basically want to get into every episode for the listeners out there won't be like this like you know man will really lead the charge i'm more so like the host of this one because i want people out there you know who listening to really get inside the mind of Devin man on this first episode so we could understand him how he became this way, why he thinks, how he thinks. So, um, I kind of want to just talk about right now, like, you know, not in sense, who are you, but like, let's, 
explain to people like your upbringing or whatnot or like okay so my upbringing i'm not gonna lie was pretty awesome um, <laughs> like no it was really dope i had a brother yeah. like you know typical sibling stuff we fought but we had a lot of good moments um me and my dad were mad tight like my dad is I don't want to say my best friend because he's my father. Yeah. But me and my, like, I can't imagine my, like, if I could make him my best man at my wedding, mm-hmm. and I know you're not supposed to do that, but I would make him <laughs> my best man at my wedding. Like, he's taught me everything, well, mostly everything I know in life. Yeah. Like, change a car, I mean, change a tire, like, fix things, how to uh, take care of your woman, how to take care of your family, you know, how to make money, mm-hmm. like, just economics. Like, he's taught me so much stuff. Like, I can change a headlight, I can do my oil, like, I... I know how to hunt. Like I don't. I know how to do everything. So shout out to him. That's real. Um, my mom, she's mad dope. Um, she's from the country. My dad is from the hood, actually. So mm-hmm. it's like a combination of where, where, uh, for both. Like, so my dad is from the West End. Like, he okay. grew up on the he grew up on the West Side. Like, yeah, he, yeah. like he went to Thorough High School. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you know what it is, but in Atlanta, like, yeah, we yeah. did some uh, AAMI work there. Uh, try to get some students in KSU. Yeah. yeah. So um, he's from the hood, like the hood hood. So if you know that area, you already know it's not a good spot. Uh-huh. My mom's neighborhood is actually so country, like it don't even exist no more. Like, they shut it down. <laughs> It, yeah, it's super. It's called Pool Creek. Like, uh, yeah, you don't. I can't even describe it. She always talks about it. Like, so that's from my mom's side, from my dad's side, from the west side. So yeah. I got a good mix of um, of country and quote unquote hood. So like sometimes like my friends will catch me or my girl will catch me. Like, why are you talking like that? Like, you talking about? I'm talking like that. Like, and they be like, why you switch up? I'm like, I don't know, man. Like sometimes I go country. Sometimes I go a little West Atlanta. Sometimes I be proper on my you know campus. i'm not gonna say it on the radio but you know sometimes i'd be very proper so you know a good it's all sure. in you yeah and then um i'm real close to my grandma a lot of y'all know who Mook Mook is uh, that's my grandma she she's probably the best grandma in the world like to me personally she um woke up with me at 5 a.m to go to swim practice uh as a lot of y'all know i had heart surgery uh four times and mm-hmm. she helped took care of me and helped me do a lot of rehab so She's one of the few people, like, whenever she asked me to do something, like, I could be I could be doing this right now. She would call me up. I was like, I ain't got no cap. I got to go, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's like that. And my dad's like that, too, because, like, he's just, he's just earned my respect so much mm-hmm. as, like, a father to son that I literally, whatever he's, like, 99.99% of the time, whatever he says, I don't even question it. I just do it. Mm-hmm. Even if it don't make no sense to me, I'd be like, okay, he's smarter than me. He reads more books than I do. He does more research than I do. The respect for the wisdom. Respect for the wisdom. So mm-hmm. as soon as he says something, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And then he'll tell me why, like a month later. He'll be like, I had you do this because X, Y, and Z. And I'd be like, dang, that makes a lot of, I'm, like, I'm tripping. I don't, I don't even know that. So I, like whatever he tells me to do, I'll do like that. And me and my brother, we mad tight. Um, we did have a lot of fighting growing up, but you know, siblings, like, you know, yeah. older brother, little brother type stuff. But now we mad cool. Like we text, you know, Every now and then on, on a few days a week, we'd be calling, just really just be, you know, chopping it up or whatever. But yeah, man, my life is uh, pretty good as most people would consider good. <laughs> life is good. <laughs> life is good. So you what, know what I mean? so what, um, in that upbringing, like, I want to ask, like, when, well, let, let, let me get the why, like, or what, rather, what made you so outspoken? Like, to this point now, were you always like that or... Did they start at a certain point or like? So I've always been outspoken since I can remember. <laughs> so I've never been like a, a physical person. Like I never got in fights. I never stole anything. Yeah. I never um, like broke stuff. I never set things on fire. Like none of that stuff. Yeah. Um, 
most of the time I never did that stuff because I was too tired from swimming because I was mm. I was in sports or whatever. Yeah. But outspoken, I've been like that, man. You can ask my mom or my I've been like that since I was like in first grade. <laughs> like I remember one time I had a teacher, um, and I think I was in third grade. She like I was really tired from swim practice and she was like all right, go have fun, go run. Like, you need to go run, it's good for you. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of heavier set. So I was like, so why don't you go run? I'm tired. And <laughs> of course, she called my mom. mom's like, you can't be saying that. Like, what's wrong with you, boy? You can't be saying that. I'll be like, but you told me to be myself. And because, you know, I was the only black kid surrounded yeah. by a bunch of white kids. Mm-hmm. So my mom was up. So my mom, like, she would always be like, don't let no one diminish you. Like, you are who you are. So never feel bad about Because, like, everyone can't like you in the world. Mm-hmm. And I wish a lot of people had my mindset about that because. It's impossible to please everybody. It's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So to diminish yourself, to make other people happy and still have someone hating on you, mm-hmm. what's the point? Like you, you're not happy. Someone else is not happy. But a couple people who know you happy and then you kind of being fake. Yeah. So I feel and it's crazy because a lot of my friends and even people I don't even know come to be like, hey, like. You are this dude I heard and you're very unapologetic and you're very just you. Like, I got some, I have, like, I need advice. Like, what about this situation? Like, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, all up in my DMs, like, texting, calling, even face-to-face. Like, people I don't even know. Like, it's, and you can even ask, like, my girl or my friends. Like, people will come up to me and, like, literally just start talking to me. It's, <laughs> it's so weird. And, my like, my girl should be like, do you know who that is? I'm like, I have no idea who that is. Like, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Uh-huh. Like, they'll dap me up. We'll have, like, a 10-minute conversation. They'll ask me about something. And I'll be like, all right, bro, see you later. And they feel girl, like they know you through, feel the, like they know me. through the social media. <laughs> through yeah. social media. <laughs> That's crazy. That happens. A lot to me too. I'll be like, dang, I really don't. Well, you famous? Nah, dog. That's you. No, no, no. You're no. definitely more. No, no, no. no. Yeah. I knew about you, but like when I, as soon as I got to Kennesaw, like I saw your name on all the party fires, and I was like, I'm like, man, this man must got clout. <laughs> and I actually, when I would see your name on a party flyer, that's the only parties I would go to because mm. I felt like I was like, dang, this this man, what name must have weight? So if I saw a party flyer or saw someone promoting a party and I see your name on it. I ain't been, I was like, I ain't trying to go. And this is where I even met you for real, bro. <laughs> and then we got cool, and I was like, I see, I was like, I had good instincts, bro. Like, this man, <laughs> mad cool. Nah, like, I, I bow down to that, to you, man. You the viral king. Guy. <laughs> nah, that's <laughs> Poppy Price on uh, Twitter. That's Josh. <laughs> you going viral like most of the week. <laughs> yeah, though, right. But uh, in that, like, is. That being outspoken, is that unique to the family in you, or is that like from a grandparent, a mom, dad, or? Oh man, my entire family's outspoken. Oh man, so we got a bunch oh, of those, so it's more. If people, <laughs> if people think I'm bad, oh, like I, like people be like, oh, I want to meet your brother, but like, no, you don't. Like, yeah. If you want to fight me, you're definitely gonna want to fight him. And then thing about him is he fight back. Uh-huh. I don't fight back. I I think fighting is ghetto, but <laughs> like him, like if you push him, like all right, bro, we're gonna do this. So like. I tell people my brother is like, imagine like four of me. And my dad is like me, outspoken. But my dad doesn't get as back and forth with people as I do. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll say his point. Boom, here are the facts. If you don't like these facts, get out my face. Yeah. Like, that happened with me growing up with him a lot. He's like, he, and the cool thing about my dad is, 
if you can prove him wrong about something, he'll admit his fault. Mm-hmm. So there's been about three times where I've been like, nah, dad, you said this and you did this. And he's like, you know what? You're right. As a man, I got to admit I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And then my mom, she's very outspoken. You know, my mom's are like, yeah. and she's from the, and she's from the country too. So yeah. like, she's super outspoken. Um, and my grandma, she's outspoken too, but you know, she's a grandma. So whatever she says, we kind of just listen to off of respect. respect yeah. She raised the whole family. Like, yeah. But all my uncles and stuff, even my cousins, um, like, there's actually a really big age gap between me and my cousins because uh, me and my brother, we're, like, the only generation, like, in our family. Mm. So, like, all my younger cousins, they're, like, 12, 13, and all my older cousins are, like, 30-plus with kids. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, all my older cousins, they're very outspoken. Actually, one guy, uh, his name is, we call him Slick, but his name is Spencer. He has a radio. Like, he does radio hosting. Mm-hmm. And my other uh, cousin, little David, he does a lot of stuff, too. And my whole family is just outspoken, bro. Like, <laughs> like I can't imagine not being outspoken. If I, if I, was, if I wasn't outspoken, I'd be a black sheep in my family. Like, yeah. they would think something's wrong with me. They'd be like, yeah. why are you, like, why are you quiet? Like, and it's been like, and it's it's been like that since I can't remember. Like, I can't, Remember a time where I haven't been me. And I'll admit, I've changed over the years from when I was younger till now. Yeah. Because when I was younger, I would just go based on how I felt about a lot of things. Uh-huh. And now I just go based off of knowledge and facts and how things are. And that kind of, you know, makes people upset. That makes people <laughs> upset because a lot of people like live off opinions, I feel like, too. And you you can't dispute the facts. Oh, man. <laughs> opinions are the worst thing to happen to black Twitter, like just the community <laughs> in general. Well, I feel. Oh, my God. Of course you feel that way because you're a loser. Like, like you're upset. Like, you want a pity party and pity parties don't get nothing done. Like, yeah. you, the world is against me. Of course you feel like the world is against you. You're one person out of 8 billion people. I promise you, the world doesn't really care that much about you. Yeah. You just think that way because... You got dealt a, a hand of cards, and the cards didn't land the way that you wanted them to land. Yeah. So like, kind of like when you shuffling and you playing tunk or you playing spades. Yeah. Dang, bro, you must have been counting cards. You cheating? <laughs> Man, I ain't counting no cards. Shuffle that thing. You saw me shuffle. Like, what are you talking about? It's like, just the game. Sometimes. It's just the game. Yeah, sometimes you're gonna lose, and sometimes you're gonna win. Yeah. Like, I could sit here and complain about. My brother being a D1 athlete, 6'4", 250, just, he ain't even got to study. He ain't even got to study. He literally didn't even study that much in college and graduated with like a 3.2 or something like that. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, I have to study. I was born with a heart defect. I had four heart surgeries. Mm-hmm. I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't even play football. And, yeah. I, and that was the family. Like, that was family. Yeah. Like, all my cousins went D1. I even had a cousin who almost went to, I think he went to the NFL. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But um, my uncle, he coaches um, football. Like, literally my entire family did football, and I was the only one that didn't do it. So now, either I can complain about that and just sit and wally and people show me empathy. Yeah. Or I could do what I did, picked up swimming. I was pretty decent at track. We went to state and stuff. Picked up swimming. I was really good at swimming. When I was younger, I have, like, a bunch of first-place medals. I have a bunch of second-place medals. Like, And I just turned the cards that I had to something that was good. Like swimming is one of the hardest, and I met some of my closest friends through swimming. Mm-hmm. Like I met people that is going to be in my wedding, like or I will hope to be part of my wedding through swimming. I have I met people who I consider family. Like I could go over their house right now, no questions asked. They'd be like, "Oh, what's up?" Like and yeah. chill it, it just be like old times, and old everything. times, like literally, yeah. like and so you can always turn something negative and something positive, kind of like this Corona thing. Like yeah, a lot of bad things happen to Corona, but 
a lot of good is happening too. Like, yeah, you came in like fuck the corona. Hey, I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of good. Like people are less stressed. People at home with their families. Yeah. People like think about all the people that's been working overtime, extra hard. Mm-hmm. That sure, yeah, some people have been laid off, but like you could just spend time with your family. Like that's really what it's about. The, at the end of the day, like yeah, a lot of people don't get that. Mm-hmm. So sure, yeah, you got laid off and you ain't got no money. And yes, that's bad. And I hope you know the stimulus package does some help for you. Mm-hmm. But you get time with family, like. Time is the only thing you cannot buy ever. Mm-hmm. You could be worth a trillion dollars. And if your family is gone, they're gone forever. You'll never get that back. Yeah. So that's why I feel like like a lot of times when I think life sucks and my family is annoying me, I'm like, damn, they're the only ones I got. So like, let me just go ahead, thud this out, and just do what I got to do with my family. Because so, you can't replace that. Yeah, like I, like this is the most time I've spent with my grandma in a really long time because mm-hmm. I'm home now. Like I ain't got to drive for two hours in traffic. Yeah. I don't, when I get home, I'm not tired. So I literally be like, yo, I'm going to come over. And she's like, okay. I'm like, you want anything to eat? Oh yeah. Just get me this. I go play with my dog. I go chill with her for a couple hours. And like, she's happy that she could see me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm the favorite grandson. I'm, Probably am, though, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I don't know if I'm favorite grandson or not, but I see how happy she is, and that makes me happy. Yeah. And then when I'm happy, I'm just really nice to all my friends even more than I already am. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a trickle-down effect. Like, yeah, Corona's bad, but you can always change your bad cards into something good. You got to yeah. work with what you got. Yeah. You could either complain about the hand or play your hand to the best of your ability. Yeah, stop complaining. Complaining don't do nothing. It don't, <laughs> it don't get nothing done. Thanks. Like, it gets zero. Like, complaining only just makes you look better. Yeah, and yeah, you can be bitter, but if you're gonna be bitter, have a plan to come back. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see like like my dad, he could be bitter that he was born in the hood and you know was you know was in that cycle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my mom could be bitter that she had a son that had a heart defect. Like who wants who wants to have a kid that has a heart defect on mm-hmm. New Year's? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Yeah, you ain't trying to bring your new, first off. You ain't trying to bring your New Year's with a baby. Yeah, you trying. to Pop some champagne and do the bubbly and all that. <laughs> Turned up. But you you had a not only did you have a baby, but you had a baby with a heart problem. Like mm-hmm. she but she tells me all the time, she's like, You're the one of the best things. And me and her, we butt heads all the time because you know, we look alike or whatever. But um <laughs> she turned that, she's like, You're one of the best things that ever happened to me. Cause like she feels so accomplished for raising a good son. Like she's a yeah, like she's a black woman in America that raised two black kids and they both graduated from college and they both got good jobs. And one is making like six figures plus. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. how many people can say that? Mm, not a lot. With and and the <laughs> other son had a heart problem, and the other son was able to get a full ride, full D1 scholarship from multiple schools. Mm-hmm. It's like, bruh, come on, you can complain about life, or you can do what you got to do to help yourself get to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, not everyone's gonna win. Of course not. What you'd be insane to think that. Yeah, but you can try. You have a better outcome of trying than if you did nothing at all. Facts. Like, if my brother never did football, mm-hmm. I don't know where he would be. If I never did swimming, I don't know where I would be either. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that we'd be in gangs or anything like that, but he probably wouldn't have a full-ride scholarship, probably went to a different school, would have never met the same people. Like, he knows people in the NFL. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's connections. Yeah. Like, he, he got his job through his, his teammate mm-hmm. that put him on. Networking. Networking. So, mm-hmm. like... You can always, always, and I be trying to tell people this all the time on Twitter. They begin, they begin so mad at me. I be like, "How are y'all mad at me for being positive?" Like I'm confused. And they be like, "Oh, it's not that easy." Well, don't no, does not that easy. Life is not easy. But you, you in America, you in you in America, you're in one of the best countries in the world, mm-hmm. if not the especially best. for independent opportunity. Oh man, what? Yeah, just in 
just in Atlanta, just not even Atlanta, just in, or not Georgia, but just in Fulton County alone, imagine how many entrepreneurs and solopreneurs there are in, the, in, in Fulton County alone. Yeah. Me and you. Yeah. <laughs> Asante. Uh, Daka. Daka. Yeah. All of them. Uh, Vo. Uh, yeah. My homeboy Alpha. Uh, Nigel. Uh, I don't know if you know Bimpa. Yeah, like, I know Bimpa. Jay Bimpa. Like, Shout out to him. I got to get on his fitness program. I'm coming, bro. I'm coming. <laughs> Even uh, a couple of my friends, my homeboy Michael, he has a whole clothing line dedicated uh, to black mental health. Mm. Like, we know so many entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and people who just know how to kind of work the system to their advantage in order to propel themselves like further. Yeah. Like even with me having my own side photography business, like and mm. working at my company I do now. Yeah. Like that, I can't, I can't even tell you how many times that money has helped me out mm-hmm. in the past. when I need to do something. Yeah. Like now I'm straight and got like, you know, almost like no debt or whatever. And got like a lot of my money situated. But I look at it now, I'm like, dang, like, good thing I had that side hustle because, like, that extra thousand and that extra 500 came in handy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like you can you can always try. Yeah. Like, ain't nothing wrong. And you're going to, you might fail. Yeah. Like, no one's going to say that if you try, you're going to succeed. Mm-hmm. If anyone tells you that, they're lying to you. Stop listening to people like that. <laughs> but if you try, trying is better than not trying. Facts. And it sounds simple. And I know I keep saying it. But I need to get it through y'all's head. Trying is better than not trying. <laughs> That's going to be a common theme on there versus. <laughs> I think it's better. Because yeah. uh, what's the quote by the dude that says, if you're going through hell, keep going. Uh, I think it's yeah. Winston Churchill, right? Churchill? Yeah, keep going. Through. Well, I, it's different. Like, I know the hood nigga versions of the quote. I know Jay-Z said something. What is it? I'm going to raise hell till it's heaven. Basically, yeah. 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 But so, it, it comes from the, it's a remix of the Churchill quote, I forgot. Yeah. So if you go And Steve on, Harvey said something like, why would you stop in hell? Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> if you're like the way, I, like, and my dad had that mindset too. Yeah. Because he was like, dang, I'm in the hood. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stay here. Yeah. He's like, so I got two options. Either I can just stay here and do nothing or mm-hmm. I can try to get out. And sure, not everyone probably made it out, but he did. Mm-hmm. And now that he made it out, he got a family that's out the hood. First, I'm first generation out the hood mm-hmm. and out the country. Well, Fayetteville's kind of the country, but <laughs> first generation definitely out the hood and out the projects. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My whole my whole mom and dad side, they was born, you know, in that area. And all of our all of their kids and all of my cousins, like, you know, ain't no hood, ain't no projects, going to good schools, got yeah. good grades, doing good things. And that is a trickle down effect of one person. Mm-hmm. One person has done so now when I have my kids. They not even gonna know. They not even gonna think mm-hmm. what is hood like. What yeah. is like? What are you talking about? And like I grew my summers there on the on the west side of my grandma because on my dad's side because you know she's mad cool. I love her too. Yeah. So like and even her like he got her out, up out the hood too. Mm-hmm. And like they cousins and all that stuff. So like him just trying and he had a game plan too. I will admit he did have a game plan. Him trying and having that game plan was a lot of good. Mm-hmm. That I. And like when, cause I used to be very liberal, like a liberal black person. Like I used to be very liberal. I was like, oh man, the system's against us. The white man's against us. Like, <laughs> like cops hate us. Like we ain't never going to do this. Like we just stuck. And I was like that from the age of like 16 till about 21 ish. Mm. And me and my dad. That's we, crazy. Cause that's what all the people on Twitter want you to be like. Yeah. Now. They, they, they want you, they, they want you to be. They they want you to be like broken. Yeah. And it's okay to be broken because you know we all go through stuff. Like I ain't gonna cap. Right now if my grandma died, I would lose it. I wouldn't know what to do. I probably mm-hmm. would have no photography business, no nothing. I would just go crazy. Yeah. 
and you know, I know people go through stuff, but like black people on Twitter or just people on Twitter in general or people in, even in real life, politicians, like I don't like any politician, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I believe that if a pol- if a politician does something good, you applaud it. If they do something bad, you say no. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm not no Republican. I ain't no liberal. I ain't no... Oh, you want to make it clear for the people out yeah. there that you're not a Republican. <laughs> I'm not a Republican. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very independent. I'm, a, I'm an independent. I believe... I believe you vote for what you think will help you and your community, and you vote for what won't help you in your community. Yeah. Um, but like so many people in general want you to be oppressed and 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 feeling bad and mm-hmm. so down. And politicians be like, people can't make it. If you, of course, people can't make it because that's all they see mm-hmm. is you saying that people can't make it. If if you turn the word. TV, you turn on the TV. Oh man, people oppressed. They can't make it. You go to Twitter. People can't. People oppressed, they can't make it. Mm-hmm. Talk to your friends, man. I heard uh, we oppressed and we can't make it. You haven't heard not one positive thing for five, six years straight. Yeah. And so I don't really get mad at people. I'd be like, dang, bro, like we were really brainwashed to thinking that we can't mm-hmm. make it. It took me talking to my dad for him to be like, what's your excuse? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what you mean? I was like, man, the system against us. And he's like, okay, that's cute. But he's like, what's your excuse? Mm hmm. And I was like, man, what are you talking about? I was like, man, we got this, we got uh, Mitt Romney, he tripping, man, they Republican. He's like, all right. He's like, that's, he's like, okay, that's cool. But he's like, he's like, what's your excuse? And he, he would keep asking like questions. I'd be like, dang, I ain't really got no excuse. So yeah. Like, I'm, I went to a private school. I'm in college. I got a job as a lifeguard making like 15 an hour. And mm-hmm. I was like, dang, man, I ain't really, I got a car. I got a mom and a dad. I got a brother. Me and him fight, but we cool. I was like, I ain't really got no excuse. And he's like, exactly. He, and he would tell me how he grew up, and mom would tell me how they grew up. And I'm like, and that's when I made the shift from being super liberal and oppressive thinker and, and all this stuff against us to being an independent thinker. It's like, dang, like, yeah, life is tough, but life is not as tough as we think it is, mm-hmm. especially in America. Yeah. Now, I ain't talking about other countries. Like, I ain't talking about India or China or, like, you know, some other African countries or whatever, like, where the government is just really, really messed up. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I know America's government is messed up, too. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I'm i not dumb. I know. We don't have, <laughs> we don't have the best government. But yeah. I think America is the best country because of the opportunities we have. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason that we take in half the world's immigrants every single year and they want to come here mm-hmm. regardless of what native born people say. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Native born people who are privileged on their iPhone or Twitter saying this on typing on their Mac computers. I'm not going to listen to you. There's nothing you can tell me. Zero percent. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Now, the immigrants that come here are the people from the hood who don't have all this stuff being like, nah, we can make it. I'll listen to them. Yeah. Because they... if. If there if there's anyone to say oh no the world is hard or like I can't do anything, it's people that's coming from worse conditions than you. Mm. You're you're typing on your MacBook with your iPhone in your hand, your iPad on your bed in your two story house talking about we're oppressed, dude. You not oppressed. I don't care. Yeah, you're not gonna convince me that you're oppressed, and I don't care who you are. Mm. You could be first generation, third generation out the hood, or from a different country, or from the Caribbean, or whatever. It's not going to happen because mm-hmm. your parents came from way harsher circumstances than you. Did they complain? Absolutely. They complained. But did they not do stuff? No, they did stuff. They yeah. went out and did stuff. There are there are people that come here with speaking no English. Imagine if you move to Japan right now. And I don't mean like <laughs> Tokyo. I'm talking about rural like Kanto region, Japan, mm-hmm. speaking no Japanese whatsoever. 
you want to know what to do. Yeah, nothing. Right? Imagine you went to Mexico, mm-hmm. didn't speak. And I'm not talking about like, you know, Mexico City or whatever, like Cancun <laughs> or something Cancun, like that. Yeah. I'm talking about like deep rural South Mexico. Ain't no one speak no English, maybe but one dude. And you don't know what you're doing. You can't even read it. Like you can't even order some water. Mm-hmm. You just go, you're going to, you're going to motion. And you're going to be like, yeah, you're going to be thrown out to the jungle. Exactly. Yeah. So when there are people that come from different countries who speak no English and in two to three years, they're making six figures because they did their research. They knew what they wanted to do. I'm like, to me personally, you have no excuse. Mm-hmm. And especially when Africans come here and do it and do really good. I'm like, dog, you have no excuse. Like yeah. there's zero excuse you can tell me. Because all they needed was opportunity to try. All you need is opportunity. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying anything's going to be handed to you, but opportunity is all you need. If you have the opportunity to to, to make it, mm-hmm. that's all you need. Nothing's going to be guaranteed. Yeah. I, um, Going off that, because I know, like, that we went along with a little long with that, but I wanted to go back to, like, as far as the social media, because, like I said, it's like, Consistent messaging on your social media, but I feel like people think you go against the grain because they feel like you lack empathy for people's situation. Mm-hmm. And you touched on that um, in your last answer a little bit, but I really want to ask, like, how do you feel about just all the Twitter smoking and people saying saying things like that? Like you lack empathy coming at you personally just for Twitter opinions. Okay, so I don't like empathy. Um, I get it. I understand mm-hmm. why people think that, but that's that's neither here nor there because I don't really care what you think about me. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like my girl like me, my family <laughs> like me, my friends like me. I'm Gucci. Yeah, like I'm, that's all I'm, you need. That's all you need. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stress myself over someone who doesn't like me because they think I'm a bad person when they don't know all the volunteering. Like my high school, you in order to graduate, you had to have like a thousand hours about. You had to have like a thousand hours of volunteer hours hmm. in order to graduate. Mm-hmm. Right? I've been to marches. I've been to rallies. You ask. I'm one of the friends. You can ask any of my friends. If you call me, you need me, and I'm doing something, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it for you. Yeah. I don't change tires. Yeah. I don't help. You done been uh, there for me every time I had to ask of you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can vouch. I done, I done done a lot of things, and not saying that that makes me better than anyone, but I'm just saying people know that I'm a person that you could really count on. Like, yeah, yeah I'd be saying stupid stuff on Twitter, but that's just Twitter. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, in real life, I've been doing group. I don't want to, I don't like, I don't like praising myself. It sounds weird. But like, <laughs> no, talk your shit, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't like praising myself. I'm like, like, but like, there's so many people that can be like, yeah, like I, Devin be saying some wild things, but he is one of the dudes that will definitely. And then also like things that I say, I, I'm, I stand behind it a hundred percent. Yeah. Like I'm going to adopt children. Mm-hmm. Like that is not negotiable. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to adopt two, at least two or three kids. I really wish I could adopt as many kids as possible, but you know, gotta have. If I get married, and she's like, "No," I'm like, "Okay, I can't, <laughs> I can't adopt a kid without you." You know, I want them to be happy, or whatever. Yeah. And like, I give money back to, to like I'm one of the few people like when I see a homeless person that asks me for something, I'm like, "Bro, you want me to get your sandwich?" Yeah. And I don't like I don't like bragging about it because I feel like if you brag about it or talk about it, you ain't doing it, it for the it, right it, reason. It diminishes yeah. it. Yeah. So I tell people all the time, like, "Yeah, I don't do nothing." Uh-huh. But um, like, <laughs> and the reason why I seem unempathetic on social media or when I'm debating in real life or whatever is because empathy doesn't get you nowhere. It doesn't get anything solved because sure, like my dad has this rule where you can be sad for a day, cry, do whatever you want. Yeah. Tomorrow, what are you going to do to fix it? Mm-hmm. Because when you're, when you're complaining about a situation and you're stuck in it, yeah, you, 
sell like 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 you 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 sit in the pity and you sit in the sadness and you do that but like are you, don't you want to get out of that sadness like if you're like okay the way i see it if you're stuck on the road you're going to sit there and bang your head on the, on, on the steering wheel because you're stuck on the road. <laughs> Never what get you, out the car. <laughs> Never get out the, you're not going to get out the car. You ain't going to unlock it. What you going to do? Yeah. You're going to call your dad. You're going to call AAA. You're going to call your mom. You're going to call someone. Mm-hmm. You're going to see. You're going to do your options in your head. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I got AAA. I'm going to call AT&T. They can get AAA. I'm going to pay this. How can I get myself in this situation? I don't want to be on the side of the road because it's going to get dark. Mm-hmm. So now, if you don't do that, it's not only dark, it start raining. Yeah. So it's raining. It's dark. You don't know where you at. You been on the road. Now you hungry. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you hungry? It's raining. It's dark. Now you thirsty. You ain't got no food. Now you got to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Now your mom is calling you. Where are you at? Yeah. Now she's worried. Now your dad is calling your calling you. You got your mom worried, boy. What's wrong with you, boy? You don't like your mom. What's wrong? Yeah. Now it's been it's it's gotten so much worse than your original position of you being sad and walling self pity mm-hmm. than if you would have been sad for like 30 minutes dang i busted a tire i'm on the edge of the road i can't do anything mm-hmm. you know what let me call my dad yo dad whoop whoop i messed up or whatever i busted a tire i'm gonna pay for the damages can you help me out let me get tow truck out here yes it's mm-hmm. going to be tough because your dad might chew you out or your mom might chew you out or you might got to pay some money. It's going to suck. But in two weeks, you're not even going to think about it. Mm-hmm. But now, if you just sit there, your whole your whole month is ruined <laughs> because your mama going to be worried about you 24-7. Mm-hmm. You're stuck on the road. It's been raining. You got to pay extra money. Like it, it, I just don't see the point in, in being sad about something when you can fix it. And most things you can fix. Like, I'm not saying, man, I'm not saying, like, if your child dies, like, what you going to, like, no, that's dumb. Yeah. I'm saying, like, okay, you ain't get no job. All right, apply to another one. Mm-hmm. Oh, you ain't get that one. Apply to another one. Mm-hmm. Oh, you ain't get that. Keep applying. Yeah. Because, like, I'm going a, I'm to a admit it. When I first graduated college, yes, I did have a job offer, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the job that I was promised. Mm-hmm. So I was applying every single day. I'm yeah. talking about, I graduated in December. I'm talking about probably for like four weeks straight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there are people out there who apply for jobs for six months straight and yeah. don't get it. And there are people who get laid off. And yes, like stuff happens, but you always got to bounce. You always got to bounce back. Always, always, always. You sitting down and being sad. Like, we okay, if you really want to do that, we can do that. Mm-hmm. We can be sad, but don't come complaining to me in two weeks when you're like, dang, bro, I still ain't got no job. Mm-hmm. Have you applied? Nah, man, I'm still sad. All right, bro. I didn't get that job. Yeah. All right, man. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like my friends come to me too. They know that, okay, like Devin's the one, like one of the few people that's going to be like, all right, bro, this is what we got to do. Yeah. And I do this a lot with my girlfriend. Like she'd be, uh, like she come to me with problems. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, wait, is this, are you venting? Or like, are, are you trying to fix it? <laughs> I'd be like, like, I got to know how to proceed so we don't get an argument. So I'm like, which one are you trying to do? You trying to fix it? And even with my friends, I'd be like, wait, are you, you just mad at, you just mad or like, cause, cause you know how I am. So yeah. I'm like, okay, you just mad. All right, bet. Let's, let's go get some food and let's just talk about it. Yeah. Talk shit about people or whatever. <laughs> and all right, you feel better? He's like, yeah, I'm still, I'm like, all right, brother. You, so we good to go. And he's like, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I see it. Either you can sit there while in self-pity and 
be sad and be stuck in the car and it's raining. Now your mom, man. Now your dad, man. Now I got paid for more money because it took so long. Mm-hmm. And now the other tire done messed up and it's storming and there's a hurricane coming. Or we can be upset for about 30 minutes, make that tough call we got to make. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I don't know why people can't just imply this, but no, none of this is easy. None of it. <laughs> Not a single thing is easy. None of it, it coming from a guy that used to have to breathe and had a pacemaker through mm-hmm. a machine. Yeah, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. None of it is. You're right. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, like, when did it become a shift? Like, um, and I wasn't around in the times before '95, born '95, whatever. But I feel like it was a shift in the black community where we started to want everything handed to us instead of like, man, it was such a big shift. I think I personally think the shift happened. From like the nineties to like, from like ninety one to like about ninety seven, ninety eight. Because mm-hmm. before that, like there's there's so many things that went against us that people don't realize was against us. Mm-hmm. Like minimum wage laws, worst thing. Well, not the worst. One of the worst things that ever happened to black community. Mm-hmm. Period. I don't care. You, there's nothing facts about it. There's been essays about it, articles about it. Like churches don't like it. Ask your grandparents. They don't like minimum wage laws. As country people, they don't like minimum wage laws. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the worst thing because minimum wage laws means that the government is not, or like businesses are not required you to pay this much money. So instead of paying you what you really need to live off of, mm-hmm. they're going to pay you the minimum. minimum so they so can now, maximize their profits. Yeah. So now they can maximize their profits and just hire quote unquote white people or Indian people or whoever they want to hire. Yeah. Because black people. Back in the day, our standard of living, like what costs and everything, was lower than white people's. Mm-hmm. So we would work. So like, let's say you have a job and you're paying eight dollars an hour for your job. Mm-hmm. We didn't need eight dollars an hour to live. We didn't yeah. like it. Didn't even care. We didn't even want it. Mm-hmm. We were good with six dollars an hour. Six dollars an hour paid the bills. I had food on the table. Had milk in the fridge. My kids taken care of. I'm good. And of course, these aren't actual literal numbers, but this is how it worked back in the day, especially. For black people, because we did a lot of manual labor. We did yeah. a lot of farming. We did a lot of factory work. We did a lot of um, concrete building and things like that, especially in the South. Mm-hmm. Really in the South. Facts. A lot of farming in the South. Yeah. So now that that happened, minimum wage laws, a lot of companies, even this was even during segregation, during Jim Crow, mm-hmm. like that's when black, and, black unemployment was actually one of the lowest. Mm-hmm. And it was actually the government. Who made Jim Crow a thing and not the people? Yeah, like yeah, slavery and yeah, racism exists during Jim Crow or whatever. Not slavery, but um, segregation and and uh, separation, all that stuff existed during Jim Crow. But we was working everywhere, like we was literally accepted almost at every company you could think of. And yeah, we it was jobs and it wasn't cool, but at least we had money and we had capital and we had leverage. Mm-hmm. The government came in and said, nope, none of that. Um, this is the law. You have to separate everybody. And this is going to be the law too for minimum wage. Black unemployment skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Like it's a literal fact. You can literally research it. <laughs> and I tell people this all the time. They be like, no, I can't be real. I'm like, why is it not real? Read it. Like, are we not reading the same thing? <laughs> like, I'm not making this up. Cause I used to be like that too. I just thought, I was like, man, we need a livable wage. What is a livable wage? Mm-hmm. Livable wage is very, like livable wage in Georgia is the same thing as livable wage in California or North Carolina. Or even New Jersey. Or even New York. Yeah. 40K in Georgia is plenty to live by. 40K in New York, you might be evicted. Yeah. 
40K in Cali? Cali. You might be. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. 40K in Texas, though? You straight. Yeah. 40K, 40K in Albany? You're probably one of the richest people in the town. <laughs> I'm serious. That's true. There's so many things that went against the black community that just happened over time. Another thing, too, is um, we had the prison system. Mm-hmm. I can admit the prison system is really messed up because there's a lot of stupid stuff. like that. Don't, to me, that don't make no sense. I'm like, bro, come on. Yeah. And yes, there's accountability on our part for doing a lot of stuff, but there's also accountability on Republicans and Democrats because mm-hmm. it was a combined effort. And people be like, oh, man, Bill Clinton did one of the worst things possible. Three strike rule. Yeah. Come on, bro. That's the worst. That's mm-hmm. one of the worst thing you can possibly do. And that's crazy that like how many black people like love him. Like it's weird. <laughs> he don't put more it's black weird. people in prison than it, damn than anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's put more black people in prison than Reagan. Yeah. I don't. Someone fact check me on that. <laughs> could be wrong. I, I don't want to give false facts, but um, <laughs> I, I want to say he's put more people in prison than Reagan did. Mm hmm. Because Reagan did put people in prison, but it was mainly for drugs. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton kind of did everything. Yeah. If I, because he had the three strike policy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, three strikes. Okay. yeah, mm-hmm. so you had three, and three strikes could have been anything. Mm-hmm. It's, <sighs> yeah. But we, we had a lot of laws against us. And that's why I'm a proponent for not big government. I don't like government. I think the government, even American government, I think it sucks. Like, yeah. It's not good. We don't know. They don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they be lying about stuff. And they be in the bed with other uh, like politicians and betting these with these corporations and like big pharma and all that stuff. I don't like the government. I think life would be better with less government. I, the only thing I think the government should do is protect the people with like police and firemen and ambulances, things like that. And then I think the government should also have the military. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't think the government should do anything else mm-hmm. at all. They they suck at everything. <laughs> that pothole that's been in front of your house for the past <laughs> 20 years, whoever's listening to this, that you've been putting in for the city to fix for the past decade has not been fixed. And y'all want them to run. All right. All right. <laughs> all our okay. East Atlanta listeners. East Atlanta, one. Swats, West Side, <laughs> even, even some Rose and Buckhead. Yeah. They're, like There's potholes in Buckhead. Like, come on, Buckhead can't get fixed. Buckhead, zone two <laughs> can't get fixed. And y'all want good. All right, bro. Keep keep playing with your life. What um, what is, has like the what has been like the maddest somebody has ever gotten at you like over any debate you could think of? Just I know it's off the top, and I know you got hella <laughs> hella on your list. What <laughs> there was, man, I don't even know. One time I felt, and shout out to my boy, he be mad cool, but it was one time me and Dev, Dev the dude. Oh, so far. Oh, <laughs> damn, I wish he was here. I wish he was here. There was one time we got in an argument in CART, and it was about, like, Malcolm X and, and like, racism and white people. Yeah. And he had did the snake analogy or whatever, and I was like, man, nigga, you tripping, blah, blah, <laughs> And he was like... Shut up, fuck, nigga. I was like, all right, bro. Damn. Nah, like, I thought I thought he was gonna swing on me. And I was like, God. I was like, man, I was like, if I am a boy, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do whatever. And there's been a couple times on Twitter where, um, like, even like not people that I really know, just like random people would just say like violent things, and I'm like, God, dang. I'm like, yeah. is that serious? I'm like, like how how am I making you mad on on, on a phone that you pay for? <laughs> like, you can easily you, block you. <laughs> I promote blocking and muting. I do yeah. it every now and like I probably once every two or three weeks. I'd be like, man, if y'all like what I'm saying, just block me. <laughs> but they don't. 
I think they're kind of addicted to it. I yeah, think, I think they're they want to see what you say next. I think they're a little addicted to it. They listening to this podcast right now, probably. <laughs> I think they're a little addicted to what I say. I think they kind of like it, and I think it also makes them think a little bit differently about stuff. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people. And not saying it's me. Not not give myself. I don't like give my, I don't like give myself credit. It's weird. But um, show world, man. There's a lot of people who I've seen change their mindset over time. Yeah. Or like, and I don't know if it's because they did more research. I don't know if they just see like politics or what it is or talk to other people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. That's how, that's how life should be, though. You shouldn't be setting your ways. Like, you should be adding to the knowledge that you have. And, be, and that should change your opinion over yes, time based off yes. where you're at in your life, though. Yes, I, I feel like you should always be willing to learn something. Like, I'm mm-hmm. always like I'm always asking questions. I'm always reading books. Like, like my friends be like, why are you watching that? I'm like, what do you mean? Why are you not watching it? I think you should watch it. Yeah. And I, I just feel like there's so much knowledge out there. There's so many different things out there for us to learn. Cause like there is there is no one right way to think about anything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I have my my thoughts and my facts and things that I feel like work. But at the same time, like in in two years, what I'm thinking now could be seen as primitive and we could have a better system. Mm-hmm. Or even there might be something right now where someone's like, I get what you're saying, but this is a little bit better. Yeah. I was like, dang, like maybe you, you might be right. And if someone can prove to me that that thinking a certain way or doing a certain things is better than what I'm thinking, I would definitely change it for a hundred percent for a fact. Like a hundred percent for a fact, I would definitely change it. Mm-hmm. But until then, I'm not going to because like, what 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 you're thinking, I feel like doesn't help people. Yeah, I feel like it makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Like, and I and I wish that I wish black I, I wish black people would would, would realize that. Mm-hmm. Like, they want more government. They like I don't, <laughs> bro. Tell me this this makes sense. No, like like for real. Tell me this this makes sense. All right, I got you. Okay. Black people say all the yes or no. The black people say all the time the government systemic, like everything's against us. It's the system, right? Yeah. Why would you want more of the government? <laughs> I want more systems in place. You, it, I the never, system's already against you. Yeah. I can never understand that mm-hmm. logic. Like when people, black people, are like, oh, the government should be doing this. I'm like, you just said yesterday the government's racist. Yeah. If the government is so racist, why do you want them to do more? Mm-hmm. Like I. Like that's Cause, like because it'll end up being just more against you in the long run. And then you'll yeah. complain about it. Like mm-hmm. that's like having that one teacher who hates you, and you're like, you know what? I want them for every subject. Why <laughs> would you want that? Why would you want that one teacher for every subject? I never understood that. Mm-hmm. Like every time I see it, I just get so flabbergasted. Like I just get so confused, and I'm I was like, does this make sense to y'all? Like mm-hmm. does this really make sense to y'all? Mm-hmm. Now it would be different. Now I'll be more on people's side if they're like, okay, there's nothing against us. I'm tripping. We can definitely make it. I'm like, okay, bet. Then yeah, let's get some government in it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. But in my history of doing research with the government, everything the government does sucks. Mm-hmm. Every law has almost not every law. A lot of laws pass suck. Yeah. Like, and then also people don't realize if the government gives, the government can take. <laughs> like, I like prime example. I'm all for gay marriage. Mm-hmm. But I'm not for gay marriage in the right that, or even single, or even straight marriage, in the fact that the government says that you can get married. No one should be able to tell you that you can get married from the government. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Mm-hmm. So I'm not for any type of law that says 
trans, LBGTQ or whatever, or black, white, straight. I'm yeah. not for any law that, that the government... That shouldn't be banned anyway. That shouldn't be banned anyway. Because yeah. how are you going to tell me, okay, here you go. You can get married. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So now you're going to vote for me because I said you can get married. Like, yeah. no. Yeah. I, this shouldn't be a topic. Mm-hmm. I should be able to walk into a church. And by the way, there are plenty of pastors and preachers or whoever who will marry a gay couple. Yeah. Like, there, are very, there are very liberal mm-hmm. um, religious people out there. Mm-hmm. Like, very, very liberal. And they will marry you. I think... The worst part comes in is when the government's like, yeah, you can get married. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're throwing me a bone or something. I'm like, what? Yeah. Not even, like, there was a point where black people couldn't get married. Mm-hmm. Or if they could, it was only on the basis of the slave masters. Mm-hmm. So the slave masters would be like, all right, yeah, we'll put y'all two together. It's okay. <laughs> like, what you mean it's okay? I should be able to get married if I want to get married. So stupid. You, it's so dumb. Yeah. And when people be cheering, oh, look at the government. I'd be like, no, like, this should have already been a thing. Mm-hmm. Or not even been a thing, this shouldn't even be a law because who who is the government to tell you what you can and cannot do? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean in terms of like go out and murder people. Yeah, murder and stuff like that. I'm talking just about like, like normal every like. How can I not leave my benefits to my partner? Mm-hmm. If I'm not married and they're not related to me. Like that doesn't make any sense. If I want to leave you my will or have you on my benefits, who is the government to say no? You can't do that because like X Y and Z law. Like mm-hmm. what? Yeah. What are you talking about? So when I see black people that and. It makes me even more confused when I'm like, okay, you guys say you want more government to do this, but the government sucks at their job. Again, back to the pothole in front of your house that's been there for two decades. <laughs> they can't do that. The bridges, yeah. they can't do that. Mm-hmm. You can't even get police right. Mm-hmm. And that's like the main objective of the government. You can't even get police right. And don't and I'm not saying police, all police are bad. Y'all some I got some cousins that's in the force. Mm-hmm. Like Shout out to y'all. Y'all do a good, y'all try to do a good job. But y'all can't even get police right. Mm -hmm. Y'all can't even get fire department right sometimes. Yeah. And y'all want government to run school. Y'all want government to run healthcare. Mm -hmm. Y'all want want government to do all this stuff. I'm like, no. The government. With all that control, they'll be able to stack stack it how they want to. Stack it how they want to. And then the government can tell you who can or who can't get treated. Mm -hmm. Like, what? You mean (laughs) the government tells you who can and can't get their house? fire department in certain sections. So if you're on the border of a certain county or the border of a certain area and the fire department's across the street, they cannot help you by law. Mm. If they do, you can sue them and they can get in trouble and they're not going to do it. Mm-mm. What? Mm. Like, that's actual... You know that's the actual thing? Yeah. Especially in New that's York? Crazy. Yeah. That's insane. I feel like that's a dumb... I feel like that shouldn't be a thing. Like, the government... The only thing... Again, the only thing the government should tell you to do or should, should do for you... Protect you with the police, which mm-hmm. they, they can't even do that, right? Mm-hmm. Protect your house with the fire department and all that stuff. And the military. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the only thing the government should do. All this extra funding of schools and all this. Like, you look at the top 10 Democrat cities in the world, their schools suck. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I don't know what, because I've been trying to find the correlation myself, but I just think, like, dang, maybe if we let parents, like, you mean to tell me that if my kid is born in this area and I'm born in this county, he can't go to a better school in a different county because of what, what? What's some of these cities, like, just off top of your head? I know we ain't got it right now, but, like... I mean, like, we look at Chicago. Of course, people already ran that up. Mm-hmm. We even look at some cities in Georgia, like, some cities in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, they're literally... Like, even where I'm kind of from, like, down south in Fabron, like, like there's a school called Bear Creek and Creekside. Uh-huh. Like, it's not... Like, there are people... They're literally... And I've had and I've talked to teachers that I've met just randomly 
they're like they're kids who are, who graduate who can't read mm. who are in tenth grade. Tenth mm. grade is like what fifteen and sixteen. You can't read at fifteen or sixteen. Yes. But but what happens is the teachers pass them because a lot of the teachers are either black and not making enough money mm-hmm. or white and don't want to be seen as racist. Mm-hmm. So they pass them and don't help them. So you mean telling me that now my kid has been passing because you don't, and they also don't want to deal with them too. Yeah. Cause like it's a rowdy kid in class. You don't want to deal with them. And that comes out against the teacher too. Yeah. So now he's going to pass them and this kid, like they're literally teachers. Like I met this lady, I was volunteering in Atlanta for, um, uh, what's the Jose feed the hungry. Mm-hmm. And me and her were just talking cause we're next to the station. And she was like, yeah, she's like, I had to give oral, oral math exams to her students. Mm. To some of her students, so she has to take them outside. Mm. The, th- the students that can write, they'll stay inside. She has to take like three or four kids outside, usually black dudes, of course, because you know, mm. dumbness. Mm-hmm. And she has to tell them the math equation out loud, and they have to like figure it out. Mm. And like, I'm just like, bro, you guys want government to run it? They are yeah. like, it's, no. Mm. I think the best thing we can do is get government out of education. Literally, give vouchers. So like. Republicans, which I kind of like, is they give vouchers to to students, mm-hmm. and usually the vouchers cover ninety percent of tuition. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you might gotta cover the rest ten percent, but ten percent of that much compared to the year's worth of vouchers you get. Yeah, and then also if you have a really good student and a really good kid, that kid has a high chance of getting a good scholarship, mm-hmm. even in or even in Georgia. If you have a three point yeah, you, you, you you get you get hope. You winning, yeah. If you have a 3.75, you get Zell Miller. Zell, yeah. And that's 99, I think it's like 95 or 99% of the tuition right there. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew a couple kids on Zell Miller. Yeah. Like, a couple black kids on Zell Miller. Yeah. And almost, um, yeah, most of my, yeah, most of my friends were on Hope mm-hmm. that I know of. Unless they lying, I don't know about that. But <laughs> most of my friends were on Hope. So, like, there are a lot of things stacked against you, yes, but I just, I just feel like the government should get out, like, I, the government should get out of healthcare. Mm-hmm. Like, Bro, does this make sense that you can't look up any doctor's stats? Yeah, I always thought that was weird. You can't, and people, and <laughs> I agree completely, the healthcare system is slightly, not slightly, is very biased towards black women because so many black women die from pregnancy, mm-hmm. birth. That shouldn't even happen because yeah. you go to Africa where they have less uh, resources than us, they give them birth and nothing happens. Like yeah. they, be, they be fine like in three mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, Short women, tall women, big women, skinny women, like they all be fine because they they know what to do and they know this, they know the signs or whatever. But you come to mean tell me that you come to America and so many black women are dying, like to me that don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. Get the insurance company out of healthcare, get people like bro, imagine if you could Google best pregnancy, best place to give birth to pregnancy for black women. Mm. And they would list, okay, here are the top ten, here are the bottom ten, here are the middle, this is how much this much costs. This is how much this must cost. We can do this here. You can go to this state. You can go to this city. Yeah. You can have this hospice care. You can have all this right here. These are the plans we have. Does that not make sense? Yeah. Instead of just saying, oh, well, you live in Atlanta, just go to Emory. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Who is this doctor that I'm talking to? Yeah, this is who I recommend. Can yeah, you like- show me his stats? <laughs> you can't even. Bro, imagine if you went to a restaurant and you order some food and you was like, you don't even see the price. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll bill you after you eat it. You be like, wait, you be like, what am I eating? What am I eating? Like, how much does this cost? This is a hamburger and French fries. Sometimes this costs like a hundred dollars. Like to me, that doesn't make any sense. To me, it makes more sense 
for you to be able to look at what you're going to get, look at what you're going to yeah. buy. Okay, I'm on this doctor on, on this day, on this time. I'm going to book them for this, for what I want this, for this program. I'm willing to pay this much money for these results. Mm-hmm. And then when you're doing a business, everyone, you know this, I know this, anyone who runs a business know this. If you want good business and your client is saying, hey, I want this done or this is bothering me, mm-hmm. you're going to fix it because you want to get paid. Yeah, yeah you got to get it done. Because either way, if if a black woman dies in birth mm-hmm. or if she lives in birth, that doctor's salary is not changing. Yeah. Now, if their salary is based off a of success rate. Boom. Boom. Yeah. We just solved the biggest racism in mm-hmm. America with black women and them dying from birth. Mm-hmm. And I tell my friends this, and they're like, no, healthcare is a right. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not a right. Stop saying that. Because yeah. you got you got nurses right now who are like, I'm going to quit because of corona. Uh-huh. Like, I saw like a whole threat. Like, it was. Because I was being petty. Because it's like, I was like, LOL, but healthcare is a right, though, right? Yeah. I said that. Uh, it was like three days ago <laughs> and a nurse was saying um, she was going down like, oh, my God, like I see nurses crying in the blah, blah, blah. And they're crying in the uh, rooms or whatever. And there's so much. And we're working 18 hour shifts, 16 hour shifts or whatever. And she's like, I'm going to quit because I can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just shows you like this is not a right. Like if if I'm a doctor and I don't want to work on you, you can't force me to work on you. Mm-hmm. And if the government forces me to work on you. That's that's a dictatorship. That's a third. That like, I just wish black people would just stop. Because I feel like places where the healthcare is a right, like you get it, like it's not as quick, like a turnaround. Like you're waiting, like it's not. You're waiting. Yeah. Like I just got in an argument on Twitter with some Canadians, and they was like, "Yeah, we have long, we have long waits, but it's free." I'm like, "Dude, you waited four months for an MRI on your leg." I'm mm-hmm. like, "No, like mm-hmm. we don't know what it's like." No, that's not right. Yeah. And I can full wholeheartedly admit, like, yeah, America's healthcare system can be way better. Definitely. Like way better. But I think we need to get we need to get government out. We need to get insurance companies out. Mm-hmm. Like I think insurance is the biggest scam of ever. Like, <laughs> of all time. Because there what hap- the reason why poor people get get screwed over from insurance is because they can't afford it. A lot of rich people can't afford insurance. Mm-hmm. So the hospitals or whatever, they just charge whatever they want mm-hmm. because they know the insurance people will pay it and then you pay it through your premium. Yeah. So now someone, let's say someone who doesn't have health insurance, they get the same prices, but they have to pay it out of pocket. Now imagine if insurance wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. You want business, you want money. So yeah. now you got to charge reasonable prices to keep your flow coming in. Mm-hmm. So instead of charging for you, like, you know, they charge you to touch a baby. <laughs> no, for real. Like right after birth. Like if you give birth and you want to hold your baby, they charge you to touch that baby. Wow. I didn't even know that till like. I mean, I could see why, but wow, that's crazy. They charge, you, they charge you for, they literally charge you for everything. Mm-hmm. So, and they charge you these absurd amounts. But imagine if you could pick the amount that you want to pay for for your service mm-hmm. that will produce the results. Like, I don't know why that to me, I don't know why that doesn't make sense to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like when you get an iPhone, 
You the first thing you do is Google, look at the reviews, look at look at the plans. You can pick out the specs you want. Yeah, the specs you want. Yeah, the camera you want. This the the gigabytes. Yeah, the the screen resolution. You like? I want this. Uh Okay, I want to be on this data plan. Okay, I want this. Like you can do. You can do that for a car. Mm -hmm. Do that for a house. You can do that for clothes. You Mm -hmm. can do that for food. You can do that for. You can literally do that for everything ever. Mm -hmm. Every restaurant you go to. Every store you go to, every sh- clothing company, everything you go to. Mm-hmm. I mean, for healthcare, I can't look at my doctor's name and find out if people have died under him. It's or her. I feel like it that it wouldn't happen just because the doctors like to be hidden. Like they, and it would take a lot of doctors out the game. That that's not good. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. and my biggest argument to go with that is like you look at LASIK eye surgery. Mm. LASIK eye surgery when it first came out, like I think like eight years ago used to be like 10,000 an eye mm. for one eye. Mm. So LASIK eye surgery is like one of the most deregulated thing. Like the government don't even touch it. There's like, it's too risky. We're not going. Yeah. LASIK eye surgery now has a higher rate of success. Like it's like 99.9% mm. success rate. And it's like a thousand eye. Mm. Like, does that not prove to you that, Hey man, maybe the government shouldn't be in this. Yeah. Like a thousand an eye. Mm, Most from people, ten thousand from ten thousand in the course of like eight to seven years, mm-hmm. like that's to to me that so you went from twenty thousand to two thousand mm. to me and there's probably some even less than a uh, thousand an eye. I saw one for like seven hundred an eye. I don't know, it's constant. Do that, but, uh, <laughs> but the most mo- the average prices I see is like nine hundred to a thousand an eye. Yeah, and they come with like like a yearly adjustment. Mm. So like if your eye messes up within a year or whatever, you get to come back in. They could adjust it for free. Mm. So it's like to me, like why would you not? Like I don't understand why that's not a thing everywhere. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm too, uh. too Republican. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were supposed to give me the show plug. Maybe I'm tripping. <laughs> Maybe I'm tripping. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want. I didn't want to. Like is that like plagiarism? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, man. Oh, we all all in, man. Oh, all in. But. All in. Oh man, uh, you mentioned earlier how you talk about your like um with like Anita sometimes. Shout out to Queen Anita, you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? It's my baby. <laughs> how you talk sometimes like you really want you want an event or do you want the solution? Like, um, and I've seen on as through social media like her name might come up as like off of something that you might have said. That's oh, like how like how does she deal with that? You think or how do you like how do y'all deal with that? How do you? How does that make you feel? So um, Anita's very aggressive. She's um, even though she's short and you know really pretty and cute, and people are like, oh look at her, like she got some fire in her. Like, <laughs> come on, it takes a tough person to date me. Like let's let's keep it a thousand. Yeah. Like, you, you I only date alpha females. Like, mm-hmm. I only date alpha women. Like I nothing against like people who aren't as aggressive or dominant. Yeah. But even to be my family, like all my cousins, they date alpha females. Like mm-hmm. very boss. Like. I respect my mom just as much as I respect my dad. Mm-hmm. Like she'd be like, do something. I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. Like you know, um. So she's very aggressive. She'd be like, who I gotta fight? She mm-hmm. she ready to turn up. I'd be like, oh, we don't fight. You know, it's for poor people. We don't do that. But I don't like people that because when I debate on Twitter, I try not to throw individual jabs yeah. at people. Mm-hmm. Like I'll never debate with someone and be like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Like you suck a dick. Like no, that'll, that'll <laughs> never happen. Yeah. Like. Try to keep it on the subject. I try to keep talking. it on the subject. Try to keep it civil. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, um, yeah, X, Y, and Z about the community. And people will be like, your girlfriends are like a bitch or whatever. I'll be like, well, like, yeah. you, 
make me not even want to go to your side when you like and I try to get black people to realize or even liberals to realize this about Republicans. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people in America are really middle party voters. Like they'll vote either way. Like but you constantly individually attacking people makes them not want to be on your side. Yeah. That's the reason that's the reason why Republicans win a lot. Yeah. Because they don't like, oh, you think this? It's okay, man. We'll over that later. Just come over here. We'll help you <laughs> get this, whatever. You say that to a liberal, oh my God, you're a fascist, you're a racist, you're a sexist, you're a transphobe, you're a homophobe. Yeah. I can't have you over here. They vote for the other person and they be like, Why would you do that? Mm -hmm. Dude, you just roasted me like for the past three years. Like, mm -hmm. why would I vote for you? Yeah. And I be trying to tell my friends, I'm like, bro, the main reason why Trump is gonna win again or Republicans are gonna win again, it's because y'all can't y'all can't shut up and y'all insult people too much. Yeah. I'm like, y'all say one one person says one thing and you're homophobe, mm. transphobe. Like what? Mm. You're like you're gonna constantly push people away. Like in a relationship, if you constantly call your girl the B word, she ain't never gonna she be like, I'm gonna break up with this dude. Yeah. I'm gonna date him. Mm-hmm. And there's that dude on the side who's like, man, he tripping, bro. Don't worry about him. I'll take care of you. Mm -hmm. You're finna go to that dude. Yeah. And then you're going to be wondering why you single. And Democrats going to be wondering why they didn't win. Why Trump's still in the office. Because y'all are driving people away. Mm -hmm. Like people can't even say the most basic things without it being sexist. Or without it being homophobic. Yeah. And maybe it might be. I don't know. That's up to you to decide. Mm. But if it is, who cares? Leave them alone. Mm -hmm. Ignore those people. Mm -hmm. You the Trump got three years of free press. Mm. Three years of free press. Like he didn't have to pay <laughs> for it. Yeah. He just said a wild thing and boom, it was on TV for like three weeks straight. <laughs> he, said another, he said another headlines. headlines. He was everywhere. It was newspapers. Real and fake. Bro, what? <laughs> like, bro, you could, and people wonder why he be winning. Mm. Like, he he can say whatever because y'all insult, and then people don't realize too is, and this kind of ties back into what you're saying about personal jabs and stuff. Yeah, if me and you disagree on something, mm. I'm more inclined to even vote your way or do something that you want me to do mm -hmm. if you respectfully disagree with me. Yeah, you could be like, you know what. I personally don't like that. It's a little whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling it. But I'm going to still hang out with y'all. I'm still cooler with y'all. Yeah. And see what like what's up. And if it doesn't work my way, I'll see what happens next year. Mm -hmm. I'll see what happens next election cycle. Every person that immediately, as soon as Trump vote, if you voted for Trump, you're racist. Don't talk to me. You're sexist. Boy. <laughs> well, if you're going to alienate every person that voted for Trump and he won, mm -hmm. that. How you going to get it back? How are you going to get it back? Yeah. If he won, <laughs> how are you going to get it back? You mm -hmm. can't because you've alienated them. Mm -hmm. Instead of you going, because like, and my girlfriend thinks I'm sick for even liking this, but I like people that disagree with me. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the sickest thing. I'm like, oh my God. Damn, sicko. I'm a masochist. <laughs> she would be like, you're weird. I'd be like, okay, whatever. You date me. So who's even more weird? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, it's like when you have people that disagree with you, it opens your eyes to so many things. Mm -hmm. Like if you're around a bunch of yes men and a bunch of yes women who be like yeah 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 mm -hmm. you're right you're about, not go, you're, not you're right about that yeah no you're wrong yeah. you're wrong mm -hmm. I like people and I think that's what sort of like in the social media is a lot of people in just their social groups they just want to be around people who agree with them never say they're wrong and not challenge their mind and not challenge never. like yeah like and that, there's no growth in that 
There's no growth in that whatsoever. If if you go on Twitter and all you follow are black people, you're ignorant. You're willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. If all you follow are nothing but black people, you're willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. If you're a liberal and all you follow are liberal people, you're willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. If you're a white and all you follow are white people, you're willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. If you're a Republican and all you follow are Republicans, you are willfully ignorant. Yeah. Because you are not one. There's not one demographic. Mm-hmm. The biggest demographic in the world is one person. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The individual. Mm-hmm. There are 8 billion people on the earth. You think yeah. they all think the same? No. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I always say... Identify it as a demographic of one. Yeah. Because everyone's different. So you should be around different people. Like that's why I kind of like hanging around you. Yeah. I mean, you're like you're even here. Like yeah. your 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 crew is <laughs> is comprised of very different people. <laughs> we don't agree on shit. Um, <laughs> like even me and my friends. Like I'm yeah. a, I'm the only American in my friend group. Well, oh, well. Nigel too. That's my oh. boy. But like for the most part. We're the only Ameri- we're the only Americans, and even within the Africans that we have, yeah. we got people from Ghana, yeah. we got some Nigerians, we got a Guinea, we got a Guinea from New York, mm-hmm. so we got someone from the north, yeah, and we got people from the south, we got people from the country, we got people from the city, mm-hmm. we got multiple people. So I think it's the best thing to do is to be around people that literally you all disagree on stuff, but you can kind of conclude. Like, you can kind of come to the same conclusion about different things. Yeah. Like, bring around a bunch of yes people, you won't progress as a human being. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think we should all be around different people that think different things. Yeah. Like, even me and you, we don't, we probably disagree on a lot of stuff. <laughs> like, even me and my girl, we disagree on a lot of stuff. Like, uh-huh. like the only person I really agree on a lot of stuff on is my dad, really. Uh-huh. But even him and my mom, they disagree on stuff. Like, me and my brother, we disagree, well, we agree on a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. we disagree on some things. Yeah. Like, I just don't think it's healthy to be around a bunch of yes people. Yeah, and and I feel like the best, like, brains are the most knowledge you're going to get is, like, talking to people on opposing ends. So, you, you can learn from somebody that's not on the same side. Like, I got Malcolm and Martin on my wall. They were on the opposing sides of things. They were on the, maybe the same mm-hmm. goal, but they were on opposing sides. They learn from each other things to take away, things to put into their own game and kind of just transform their own, own um beliefs and whatnot, so... Yeah, like even my friend group, and I know I brought them up already, but like Nigel's a fitness expert. Expert, like mm-hmm. he's literally like, like yeah, I work out and stuff, but sometimes like I just let him like when when he does a workout, I'm like, all right, whatever you want to do, we're gonna, like you, you got it. Yeah. And then even when it comes to like psychology, right? Mm-hmm. Ninety nine out of hundred times, my girlfriend says something, she's beating me in that in that debate about psychology or mental or whatever, because mm-hmm. she's um. That's her major, and like that's what she does. Mm-hmm. Like she tells me stuff, I'd be like, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Like she explained abuse to me, like 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 relationship abuse to me, and I was like, that makes so much sense. Mm. She was like, if you have a dog, right? If your dog bites you, are you gonna get rid of that dog? Mm-hmm. No, it's a one time yeah. bite. Now do that in a relationship. If you've been dating someone for two years and your boyfriend punches you in the face, are you gonna dump your boyfriend? Mm. When she said that, it. I was like oh I was like I understand like mental abuse and trauma like I was like well I have the steps to understand it and Uh she was like so literally I'm around people who teach me stuff all the time Mm -hmm. all the time when I pitched like you being a part of All In and doing man versus uh, with All In like I really felt like through Twitter that you needed like based off Twitter excuse me that you needed a platform where you could fully express 
like like even more like because it's only what well it used to be 140 i think it's like what 240 characters or whatever now. yeah i think it's like 240 yeah 280 something, 280, like, something like that something, yeah some crazy so but you can only explain so much in some those many characters like i feel like you need a full podcast like this in the sense to fully express your opinion so i wanted you you know for our last little you know question or whatever express what the listeners should expect from man versus man we got into a little bit like a lot of the dialogue that we talked about today. Man, that's like one percent yeah <laughs> i feel like this is gonna be the most chill podcast <laughs> like <laughs> the first episode is definitely gonna be the most chill when that uh ain't no yelling gonna be on here yeah ain't no one throwing it at me yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> nothing yet nobody's been bad yet so give the people a taste of you know what um to expect like episode themes um guests um and just what we're gonna be talking about on man versus so my whole point of like it doesn't seem like it but a lot of people that's close to me can attest to this yeah i just want people to do better and to be better i think i think i want people to believe in in them that i believe in mm-hmm. like i say this to my friends all the time and even to my girl like my girlfriend i used to say it but now whatever or even my cousins i'm mm-hmm. like believe in the you that i believe in yeah don't believe in the you that 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 you think is is shitty and whatever and can't do anything and mm. can't make it like don't believe in that you don't listen to people who say that you can't you can't do it yeah like I saw a tweet that said um I hate when I see people defending the rich like you're not gonna be rich you're, mm. you're, odds are you're gonna be poor and I was like I can't believe that ten people I follow agree with this yeah like i was like i, 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 I hate it, all that eat the rich shit I, like. it blew my i'm not even say be a billionaire yeah I, i'm not even say make a million dollars yeah i'm saying make enough money that makes you ha- like comfortable yeah like if 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 that's 25k that's 25k and mm-hmm. that's 100k that's 100k that's 250k that's 250k mm-hmm. like i just want people to be better than what they think they are like mm-hmm. and Yes, for a fact, I can definitely come off as a douche or a, or, or, or a hole or whatever. Yeah. But if I'm saying, "Hey, you can do this," that's not me doing a disservice to you and saying, "Oh, you're ignoring my feelings, man. You better get rid of them feelings. Do you want to be better or not? Yes or no? That's the, that's the question. Do you want to be better? Or mm-hmm. not? If you want to be better, let's come on. Let's get to the money. Let's and I mean that like in general, like 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 let's get to the money. Let's do what we got to do to be better. Yeah. You want to graduate? Let's let's do what we gotta do to graduate. Mm-hmm. You wanna you wanna get that job? Let's do what we gotta do to get that job. You want that internship? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like I push my friends all the time. Like I took seven classes the semester I graduated. Yeah, I didn't tell no one because I know how negative our generation and our friends are. Yeah, they gonna want to want you to feel like uh you can't do it or like yeah, it's too much. It's too much. There's no you, way you're gonna be able to do that. Right. You tell someone you're taking seven classes, they're gonna be like, what? Why are you? Are you, can you do that are yeah. you gonna pass mm-hmm. like bro i don't know mm-hmm. and so whenever i see people asking questions on to like twitter or even in real life or whatever i just pull them to the side i'd be like bro do this but don't tell nobody yeah like don't tell a soul mm-hmm. like literally no one like because you don't need that no one even knew i took seven my mom didn't even know i took seven classes mm-hmm. until i graduated and she was like boy what's wrong with you why would you i'd be like i'd be like, <laughs> I, I'd be like I, I graduated yeah. why you mad uh-huh. and she'd be like okay you gotta like Mm-hmm. Now imagine if I would have told you, and before I graduated, you would have been like, "Devin, you gonna f- 
Like, mm-hmm. look at you. Mm-hmm. I graduated and you negative. <laughs> like, what's up with that? Yeah. I told my friends I, I did that when I graduated. They was like, why would you do that? That's crazy. I'm like, dude, I just graduated. I'm so confused right now. Mm-hmm. How can I graduate? And I did something and you being <laughs> negative about it. I was like, I'm confused. Like, yeah. you should be like, damn, bro, you lit. You got the goal. Like, you, got, you got it. You yeah. lit. Uh-huh. So my whole point is for everything I do is literally to get people to be better. Black people, white people. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you are, trans, gay, straight, I don't care. I really don't care. I don't care about none of that. Mm-hmm. Like I just want you to be, be better and to live your happiest life. Like when I like I tell my friends who get annoyed at me, I'm like, bro, you should not care about what I say. Yeah. If I say something that pisses you off, how can I make you mad? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like I slap you in the face. I mean, <laughs> how can I make you mad? Uh-huh. If I if I say X, Y, and Z, or if I say something that you don't like, man, if you don't brush that off and get over it. Like, come on, bro. I'm less than 1% of your life. You have yeah. a family. You got a school or you got a job. Mm-hmm. Probably got a pet. You got a, you got other stuff to worry about. You got your hobbies to worry about. You got your career to worry about. Mm-hmm. You got to think about the future, what your insurance set. And you mean to tell me a random dude on Twitter or in real life said something that you don't like and now you this upset <laughs> and you want to fight me? Come on, bro. It don't matter in the grand scheme. It don't matter. Yeah. Because you're going to forget about this in two weeks. Yeah. And then I'm going to say something again and I'm going to make you upset. Like, no, bro, it shouldn't matter. Like, I'd be talking to my friends. I'd be like, who cares? They'd be like, like, literally, when people used to talk crap about me on Twitter or whatever, mm-hmm. I would have, yeah, friends, people out here snitching. I'd be having, like, literally 50 people would be like, look what someone said about you. <laughs> and, like, my response would be the same. I'd be like, okay, LOL. I'd be like, what you doing right now? Like, I don't care. <laughs> it don't get to me. Yeah. Now, it, it will get to me if they throw jabs at someone that I care about. Yeah. That makes me upset. Through affiliation. Cause yeah. like if you're going to throw shots, just throw them at the person you're mad at. Like I'm in, I'm, I'm invulnerable. Just, just kind of like what Kevin Hart said, like throw it at me. I don't care. Like I can take it. I can take all of it. I can take all the bull crap. I can take all the crap talking. I can take everything. Just throw it at me. Mm-hmm. Leave the people who are like, how are you going to throw a shot at my Have you met my girlfriend? <laughs> like, she will literally do anything for anybody. Like, she's the nicest person ever. Yeah, yeah. Have you met my friends? They're so nice. Yeah, it has like, nothing to do. I'm like. the, I'm the, <laughs> the ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm the bad, bro. Like, throw a shot at me. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, don't. That's a people. But when it gets to that point, I feel like people just want to say something that they want to try to get into your head to make, throw yeah. you off and. Those are the people they'll come for first, the people that they know you care about, the people that they know you love. So Yeah, because when they see the shots that me don't work, they be like, yeah. oh, well, you don't care that I think you're ugly? Well, your well, your girlfriend's a slut. Like, <laughs> God dang. Like, yes. like, Jesus Christ, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much what I really want people to get from the podcast. Uh, I might have a lot of topics on I'm gonna have men and sexual assault because fellas, we gotta have that talk. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have some women on here about that too. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to have different religions. I'm going to have, you know, of course, a political debate about Trump and the future and what's happening mm-hmm. in politics. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have, I'm going to try, I don't know how sensitive, or I don't know, but I'm going to try to get some 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 Greeks on here. <laughs> Man versus Greeks. <laughs> Please don't jump me, but I'm going to try to have it respectful. I'm going to try to have people that I'm really cool with so yeah. I can, and I'm not going to ask no secrets, none of that stuff like that. I just want, you know, people to explain, you know, like, like why we can't meet eye to eye. Like yeah. why is it such a, like watch well, such like a disconnect because mm-hmm. I like whatever we can get into later. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you know, just a lot of topics in the black community. Like I just want us to just to do better. I just want us to be better because mm-hmm. we used to be awesome. <laughs> we used to be lit. You know how lit we used to be, bro. <laughs> and now I feel like all we want is just handouts and 
food stamps and <laughs> I think it's food. not food stamps. <laughs> this twelve hundred dollar check. <laughs> hey, that twelve hundred dollar check gonna be nice. They go cut through now. We we want more. <laughs> we want more. Why ain't you done this? You should have been did this. But yeah, that's pretty much what I just and I I'm gonna try to keep it civil. Well, I'm gonna keep it civil. Oh, no one throws water at me. All, <laughs> get your all in water, you know, by all in water. All in water. <laughs> Give you a good P, uh, pH balance in your system. Make you very hydrated. <laughs> but yeah, that's really what it's going to be about. And you know, I just want, I just want people to think different. Mm-hmm. Like I just want, I just want us to be better, think different, and just do better. Like just, mm-hmm. like because we are better. Like 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 we're better than than what we are right now. Like I truly believe that. Like we're better than what we are now. Yeah. Yeah. But that's pretty much it, man. Well, man, I'm going to wrap it up. Man. I survived, man, versus on the first episode, man. <laughs> yeah, Thank no one, you. No one fought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I appreciate you um, being a part of the All In Recorded Studios, being a part of the All In Network, the first season, the spring season of All In with Man versus Man, the first episode. Man, you got any other words before we out? No, nah, man, you know, just um, be respectful, debate, be around people that don't just, that that don't agree with you, and just constantly learn and, you know, Life is short. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Especially in America. Take advantage of it, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, peace, love, and prosperity. Follow me on Instagram at <laughs> magnificentdesign.com. Magnificent, magnificent spell it for the folks out. I can't just spell it right now. So catch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, we'll have that for you on D All In Rex, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want, man. This is Man versus First okay, wait, Episode. Okay, we re- we're ready. I'm reading off my Instagram. Is M A N N. I F I C E N T D E S I G N. Boom. Magnificent design. It's like magnificent, but it's a mag. I put man. Uh-huh. I got it from my mom. But yeah, you know, I and can't wait for the next episode. And, we're and give them your it. Twitter too. Give them your Twitter too. No, nah, I can't find me on Twitter. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna, you know, hate me. <laughs> the whole point. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's Devin D Man. You know, my name spell is Devin D Man with two N's. But um, if y'all at this is at your own risk. Follow me on Twitter Don't get mad at me I'm telling you right now You gonna follow me I can't believe you said this Follow me Unfollow me <laughs> But yeah You're the block Yeah but Hey y'all follow All In Records too um, All In Studio They got a Twitter And they got an Instagram Shout out to them Shout out to King Dom For reaching out to me Asante All them boys mm-hmm. Like you know Appreciate They got their own uh, podcast uh, Yeah man Shout out to y'all Y'all dope Y'all doing your Hey Gotta make Corona worth it, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, y'all stay safe through the Corona, man. First episode, we out.